five minutes approach in the hour of 5 p.m. You're tuned in and listening to the broadcast service of Royal FM 95.1 in Lorry. Welcome to uh, your regular update show, COVID-19 update, where we bring you updates on the COVID situation, the country as it spread across through two states, and uh, update what it is you need to do. And uh, no, we also discuss intersections among several issues, economy, health, and all of that. How prepared are we of the situation last at the moment? And uh, my name is Babatunde Okunala. Friends, call me FTO. Thanks for joining us today. Well, we'll be discussing another area of... Uh, Another aspect when it comes to the COVID-19 situation, especially as it evolves or revolves around Kwara State, Nigeria. Uh, but first things first, let's talk about the latest start, even as we have them at this point in time. Well, as at 9.30 p.m. on the 5th of April 2020, that was yesterday, well, we have uh, eight new cases confirmed in Nigeria. Uh, eight new cases of uh, COVID-19 have been reported in Nigeria, five in Lagos, two in the FCT, and one in Kaduna State. That's as at 9.30 p.m., the 5th of April, there are 232 confirmed cases of COVID-19 reported in ni- Nigeria. 33 have been discharged with five deaths. That's the update as we know it right now. And according to the list that's been there, you have Lagos, FCT, Oshun, Oyo, Edo, Bochik, Akwaibom, Kaduna, Ogun, Enugu, Ikiti, uh, Rivers, Benue, Undo. And uh, once again... Well, I don't know if this time around to heave a sigh of relief because once again, we can find Quara on that list. But don't forget, this data is coming from uh, is that of yesterday. Two authorities, two uh, sets up, two uh, bodies are authorized to give this information. And we have the state government, we have the NCDC, the NCDC particularly, which is why as a media house, we tend to be very careful about these figures and um, not uh, cause a panic out there. But then again, let's talk about the elephant in the room to everyone who's been listening right now. The social media platform is rife with it. The online media platforms of certain news platforms, Sahara Reporters, the Premium Times, everyone's talking about it, about a death that did occur here in Quara State. Is there a possibility of a tie to the COVID-19 situation? Well, the Kwara state government did talk about the UK returnee who died in Ilori uh, recently. On Friday, they said there are no facts that the UK returnee who died in Ilori had the coronavirus. This was contained in a statement issued by the Chief Press Secretary to God, the Governor, Mr. Rafiu Ajakhaye in Ilori. The statement noted that Kwara had not recorded a case of COVID-19 as all the six samples of suspected cases so far tested in the state had been negative. And here is, I'm just going to read the statement. The Quara Technical Committee on COVID-19 wishes to clarify that the state has not recorded any confirmed case of COVID-19 as of now. All the six samples tested from Quara have returned negative. That's what the... That's what the uh, state had to say about that. Of course, if you're new to this situation, which I doubt not, uh, well, there was a case of a returnee uh, and his wife into the state. And, uh, well, um, well, he got rushed to the UITH on the 13th day of sort of quarantining or self-isolating himself, according to, uh, you know, uh, reports from family members, as has been reported by the uh, 
print media as well. On the 13th day, he complained about a food poisoning situation. He was rushed down to the UITH <laughs> and, uh, well, he sadly gave up uh, from offer, from the offer area, of course. This news is not new news. Now, what is what is caused and brought about several speculations is like it's it's that as for some reason so the people we should be talking about this are not talking about it at least uh, not to the um radio media platforms or TV media platforms, we do have their statements as regards and revolves around the print media platform. But uh, like uh, our people say right here, well, let's wait for this evening. What the state has said, <coughs> well, according to Muslim rights, the said person had to be buried, uh, you know. And uh, what well, our test being run at this point in time, we hope to get more reports on this from the NCDC. Like, and we hope to also assert the general public sphere out there. Like, there is not hidden that will not be made known. If you feel there's anything hidden, it will come out at the end of the day. The NCDC is not known to cover up stuff. We also know that we have a responsible government, state government here in Kwara State, who uh, will avail more information. Uh, certain precautions have been taken, of course, even as we speak at this moment. So let's just hold on a little bit. Let's not speculate. Let's not fret. Um, it's like a case of sometimes. Well, Whatever it is, you can't hide a pregnancy. So, hey, come on. Whatever is hidden will be brought out. That's if anything's hidden out there. All right, so um, let's move on. And today in the studio joining me, we have the... Uh, we have Mr. Muhammad Amir Abdul Qadri, uh, barista of al Ilor. Ilori. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? Al-Ilori. Al-Ilori. Okay, in the studio right here. He's team leader... The AA Boundaries Closure Enforcement uh, Volunteers. And, uh, of course, we have other guests who might not be talking, but we have to recognize them as well. We have Mr. Kamau Dina Kombi and Mr. Abdul Latif Isa. Gentlemen, it's good to have you join me mm-hmm. in the studio today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, sir, for your time, uh, Mr. Mohammed Amir Abdul Qadri. Let's talk about uh, the AA Boundaries Closure Enforcement Volunteers. First and foremost, let's talk about who you are. You are an uh, NGO. Uh, are you funded? What exactly? Who exactly are you, sir? Okay. Uh, good evening, audience, listening us. Uh, actually, um, or oh, we are just uh, ordinary citizens of uh, Kwara State mm. who feel concerned about uh, the plight of our people. We have seen that uh, the Kwara State government. Under the administration of uh, Malang Abdurrahman Abrazak, have been up and doing. I've been very proactive in the approach to uh, this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Mm. And uh, we see that, uh, despite the fact that much has been done, there's still much to be done. Right. So, and we feel that. Uh, there, there is need for collective responsibility in this uh, very present time because this is an emergency. In an emergency situation, you give it an emergency approach. Right. In any circumstance like this, you adopt various ways, not just one, not two. You adopt various ways, various methodologies, various tactics, various strategies right. to tackle the problem. Right. so that we can nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. So it is based on this uh, premise that we decide to say we cannot allow the state government to just be battling with it all alone. Right. We need to come out to uh, make a positive contribution to step in the tide of this uh, 
Rancorosa uh, pandemic. So in what way do you work? Uh, uh, time's the only thing we don't always have and I'd just like to cut on to some issues with you, so do forgive me, sir. Uh, uh, do you work in the aspect of advocacy? Because I know your work has got to do with uh, the border closure enforcement. It's yes. no news again that, uh, uh, you know, recently, I think this should be a goal. It's been over a week since we had the border, clo- uh, the lockdown situation right here. Yes. But I think people are not how this affects the border areas as well mm. because mm. I think we've got a borders is it five yes five five borders uh, yes. what areas are they um, yes uh, we have uh, our boundaries with uh, Oyo State All right we have with uh, Osho uh, Kogi mm. Ekiti and we equally have an international boundary uh-huh. that is uh, with uh, Benin Republic okay so uh, and uh, the reports reaching us has been showing that uh there seems to be laxity on uh, the approach of uh, the law enforcement agents to making sure that the order, the directive given by the executive governor is properly being complied with. So we see that uh, it seems the work is, is becoming an onerous one for them. So they need support. So they, we realize that they cannot do it alone because the border still remains, as far as we know, still remains somehow porous. So there is need to do something. So that is why we decide to say, let us come up with uh, some other additional hands to make sure that the the boundaries are properly manned so that uh, we can guarantee the safety of the rest of us. Right. So how do you work? I was going to ask you, do you work uh, in line with the police security agencies out there? Is your work tied down to advocacy alone? Or do you have like a select group who also helps to ensure that they man these borders as well? Um, uh, yes, actually, there's no way this uh, uh, organization of uh, or mine or uh, this team of us can actually effectively do what we intend to do without liaising first with the state government, mm. then the, the security or law enforcement agents, and uh, on the third side, because it's a tripartite uh, arrangement, we have the boundary communities. Right. So our focus presently is after uh, introducing ourselves to the state government, which we have done since uh, on the third of uh, this month. So the next thing is we need to sensitize the boundary communities and the law enforcement agencies on uh, law enforcement agents on the on the boundaries. And how you you doing? Yes, that? Well, how, well, how we are doing it is one. We are in the studio with you today, mm-hmm. trying to disseminate the the the, uh, the message that we have, pass the information to the boundary communities and uh, equally the the law enforcement agents on the boundaries of Kwara State that there is need for them to actually tighten up. And make sure that uh, they handle the, the directive given to them by the state government. They should handle it properly so that uh, the border, there will be no uh, in, entry and exit within the borders that is so free. Because uh, we are lucky, yes, we are lucky that uh, coronavirus is not uh, an epidemic that is airborne. That is, it doesn't travel through the air. It is uh, one that... Uh, it thrives on uh, personal contact or contact, either direct or indirect. Mm. So if our, uh, our boundaries are properly manned, if it is uh, ensured, the, the order given by the, the, the government is properly complied with. So well, that means that uh, there will be no contact between 
the people that is the citizens of Kwara who are safe presently to those that are coming from without who may be infected persons. Okay, so you started by saying like you you uh, you you sort of agree that you know there's been breaches somewhat in terms of our people and uh, the compliance level yes. as we have it. Even within there are those who believe the lockdown situation only affects those in the metropolis here. Mm. Even in the metropolis, day in day out, as the days have gone by, mm. we've seen people flout and disregard those rules for specific uh, reasons, and that's because some of them have to survive and they don't feel there's been a enough palliatives. Yeah. It's interesting you hear because a couple of days back I had um, a DSP or Kasumi, Ajayo Kasumi, yes. a good friend of the house in the studio, seated right where you're seated and he, I asked him, I said yeah. okay, so what's the police strength and capacity? And he yeah. said, well in Nigeria we have about 400,000 in Kwara State we have about 2,000 yeah. uh, about 3,000 yeah. that's of course to man a population of 2,500. Now you and I know it's not like those 2,000, uh, 3,000 people are somewhere just calling their behind there some of them have been assigned to specific places so in other words we mm. do not have the manpower for this border closure and this yes. other thing so mm. in liaison with the governor and mm. uh, these other hams mm. is there a part where you get to also explain to them about palliatives being needed because no one knows the deadline for this yes. and uh, uh, what are some of the challenges you see oh actually you see uh, the basic truth is uh, or the basic reality of life is that no government no government can actually feed the people satisfactorily. But they can but, feed them uh, up to an extent. Yeah, yes, but to an extent. <laughs> so, so, and uh, <laughs> uh, that is why we are appealing to the people to exercise uh, a lot of uh, patience and perseverance because uh, the, the, the directive and the position of the government is something that is being taken in the interest of all of us. So, and uh, even the, the the committee on palliatives, uh, we've been finding a way of talking to them so that we can guide them on what we have seen in the boundary communities. That uh, if we actually want to ensure that the safety of the rest of us, that is by ensuring that our borders are safe, there is no influx of people into our state, hmm. then we need to sort of assuage or placate the nerves of uh, the boundary communities so that they can actually cooperate properly with us, support the initiative, and uh, assist the law enforcement agents in ensuring that uh, the border is no longer porous as we are receiving remarks or reports that it is. Do you think they're so, listening to you at the moment considering the situation of things as we have it? Are they listening to you, uh, you know, when you tell them, uh, you know, okay, for your own safety? Because then again, uh, we had a, I had a show and I had an interesting guest last week and he said now people have to choose between hunger and the coronavirus in some parts of the country. Uh, you see, actually, they listen. The Bandra communities, they listen provided you are ready to offer something hmm. that, uh, that is uh, in, what, in, in whatever quantity it is. Just what, the, what matters to them is just your concern. It is your concern that they are more concerned about. They want to see your concern. They want to see that you really have an empathy for their situation. So with that, then you now tell them the implication of uh, our, uh, allowing these people to penetrate into our midst. Because you don't know who is who. Uh, coronavirus is not uh, a disease that shows in the eyes of uh, the carrier or the infected person until the symptoms start manifesting. 
So now that someone whose symptoms have not started manifesting is coming in, how do you know whether he is a carrier or not? So, and if you think uh, you have a lukewarm attitude to his entry, then possibly it means you may be endangering yourself, your wives, your children, your family, and even the whole community, or possibly the whole state. Because by the time they leave their boundary, they come into the, in, uh, the, the interland of the state. So all of us are collectively endangered. Mm-hmm. So that is why we are saying that the boundary communities are the first priority for us to focus on and see that uh, we persuade them right. to support this uh, uh, responsibility, this collective responsibility. They should support us, give us all the support, and make sure that our, our boundaries are safe. All right, well, so much mm. to talk about, but then again, time's the only thing we never have enough of on the show. And so I'll be opening up the phone lines. We're still discussing the lockdown procedures. And every day, day in, day out, it becomes uh, complex, not just for Nigerians, not just for quarants, but generally across the globe. There are people, even in the United States uh, and India and so many parts, talking about a lockdown. Because that approach for some people seems to say, well, there's a deadline to this. But in a case where there's no deadline, well, what happens to the economy? Are there other measures, aside from a lockdown, are there other measures where people can go out to make a living? Well, Niger State has been in the news. Niger State recently called back civil servants who have been from grade 1 to 12. It says you have to resume. Resume back to work. And so there talks about, you know, this might become a a trend later on. It might just be a situation we have to manage uh, instead of pretending that it does not exist and it's just going to go away after a particular period of time because people do need to make a living. Yes. Especially in our climb. Mm-hmm. 0810-8501-371. We talk about, we're discussing the lockdown procedures, processes here, uh, enforcement, adherence to it. And uh, my guest mentioned, of course, one very important factor. Well, we have uh, Border Towns, Oyo, Kugi, Oshun, Niger, Ekiti, and we have an international boundary. We have an international boundary. With so, Benin Republic. Yes, we have that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny enough, a lot of some of the states you've mentioned mm-hmm. already have confirmed cases. Our neighbors. Our neighbors, right. Immediate yeah. neighbors. Uh, I started off the show talking about, well, we mm-hmm. know between today mm-hmm. and tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on, and mm-hmm. we don't want to have to talk about some of them so that it's not like we're creating fear and panic. Mm-hmm. The state and the NCDC are authorized. Um... How well has the state uh, performed in terms of disseminating information, speaking about the situation? There are those who have the view that, you know, the state tends to prefer the national media as against the state media when it comes to divulging this information. I don't know how exactly that helps the people in the state whose duty, you, who you owe a duty primarily to in this particular case. But then again, the NCD says this other case and this other body, and they've done a great job of uh, releasing this information as it went due. Oh, it one zero eight five zero one three seven one. Again, this might be a topic for tomorrow, but that, let's talk about you know law enforcement, uh, border borders, surrounding borders, and adherence to the lockdown rule. Hello, good evening. Hello, hello good evening. Good evening. You're live. This is Mike from Bukovina. Good to have you. Please go on. Please, I have a simple question for you guys. All right. My question is that they say we should stay house for two weeks. I think two, on Friday is going to be a period that we have home. Hmm. So, is it why exactly that Friday are we going to come out? Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much for that. Uh, I, I don't know if the men in the room 
are in the best position, if anyone in this room is in the best position to answer that question, because again, that's a decision. I know Lagos State yesterday, mm-hmm. after the two weeks, initial two weeks given, Lagos State said, well, uh, we're extending, extending this. Yes, yes, you know, extending. And so mm-hmm. that's only a decision, but mm-hmm. I assure you, we'll do a job, we'll, we'll pass across that information and ask that question, mm-hmm. you know, for you in this case. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening, sir. Good evening, you're live. Yeah, I from good to have you. Yeah, about the uh, coronavirus. Mm. In the first case, we, we pleaded to the, to the federal government that it was supposed to be closed the, the, our border. So, but there's no need to us. Look at the crisis now. now. We, we, are, we already told the, the state government that close, the, close all the borders in, in Kwasi, the crisis, the diaspora. Look, 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 at, look at the situation we find ourselves this, this afternoon. Look at the reference uh, we make for, for us and, and, uh, and, uh, and, the, and the offer. Thank you very much. Again, we, we ask that, you know, you exercise some restraint. At the moment, there is a lot circulating out there. Again, that's not my job to defend the state government. It has its paid people on its parole whose job it is to speak to the people when they need to speak to them. I am sure they're probably listening right now. I, am, I hope they take it upon themselves to pick up the phone and call a couple of people and find a way to search people who do not go to the print media uh, who they responded to initially. But what I would tell you to do is uh, exercise some restraint. Again, about these cases, we haven't had a confirmation from the NCDC. So whatever it is, whatever it is, uh, uh, whatever rumor it is or whatever gist it is making out there, it out there, trust me, between today and tomorrow, it will emerge into the light. Okay, I know the news media is rife with several speculations. That's the national news dailies, but we cannot afford to create panic. All all we ask is that people will exercise restraint and, uh, well, there will be reports by the NCDC during its daily briefing. Well, the last we heard about that case was that tests are being carried out. Yes, I, right I actually now. sympathize so. with uh, the, the last caller. Mm, true. Actually, uh, I personally felt uh, disappointed by the position of world leaders with oh, respect to how... How do you yeah. mean world leaders? This world is a leaders. case about the, and inter- and the, interna- leaders. the international leaders. How do you the, mean? Yes. Actually, uh, issues that affect the health of the nation okay. or health of the world mm-hmm. or international health, it shouldn't be mixed up with politics. So, uh, the world leaders should have borrowed leave from uh, civilizations that have passed how have they been handling issues of plague when it just, happens? Just a so, minute. We, okay. we don't have time. We have to pick more calls. Okay. One or two. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Good evening. You're live. Yeah, this is Honorable Karim. Honorable. Good to have you. Please go on. Yeah, please. I would like to blame the federal government for this coronavirus problem unleashing on Nigeria. When oh. this, this problem started uh, across the world, People were calling on federal government to close down our border. 
they refuse to do that. They say they cannot close down the border because uh, uh, we are, they cannot disturb people from uh, doing their business or, and so and so on. What what are they doing now? They, they later close it uh, when the uh, uh, problem, the problem penetrate into Nigeria. Look at what we are facing now. We have to stay out. No palliative measure, no nothing. They just try to you know cripple every economy. Well, well, thank you. Again, let's take that. You know, the border, the Kwara State border as a matter of the Kwara State government, as a matter of fact, mm. we're uh, one of the first mm. in the country to actually make a move. Mm. Now, the issue at hand right now, let's not, uh, you know, miss it is, you know, mm. the enforcement of this lockdown, compliance with the lockdown, mm. are people sneaking. And then uh, the security is the, sec- uh, the security uh, forces uh, able to nip this. Let's pick up this last call. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Good evening. You're live. This is man. I'm calling from Okefoma. Good to have I you. I really commend. I really commend the efforts of your guests in the house. But may God Almighty continue to bless them. It's obvious that amen. our security agents are overwhelming. These uh, people who are using the border to come to quarantine, and the, the border we have here in quarantine are too porous. My question is, how are they going to manage other porous border apart from the official high border dimension? All right. Well, thank you very much. Unfortunately, time's the only thing we don't have. It's five o'clock <laughs> on the dot. One minute past five. Gentlemen, you do know you do need to come back, yeah, you yeah. know, on this show. And I hope we can create that platform as well. Okay. My guest has been uh, Mr. Mohammed Amir Abdul-Qadri, Barrister Al-Ilori, and the team leader of AA Boundaries Closure Enforcement Volunteers. Thank you so much for giving us your time oh, today, sir. Thank you. Thank and you. And to the other gentlemen in the studio as well. My name is yeah. Babatunde Oknola. As you know, we end up leaving the show like this with more uh, each for more well you might want to sponsor this reach out to shop 12 Quara hotel uh the royal fm marketing number which we often call out and uh well you can find a way to partner with us on this coming up tomorrow you have the yoruba version of this show there's so many other things to discuss as regards the coronavirus situation g star 5g how is that connected to the coronavirus we're working on it we're bringing in the expert and um well we keep you updated my name is baba chende okmola friends call me ftl do have a great evening ahead of you. Bye for now. Mm-hmm. Royal FM 95.1. We set the pace.